Oh. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the TF Tuesday podcast. Um, we're here today with uh, Zaleppo, Alter Zangi, and Heine. Why don't you say hi? Hello. Howdy, Howdy <laughs> <laughs> It's good to be back. Um, I had some news for y'all that uh, Zaleppo, who was a guest on the previous week's podcast, is going to be uh, a host on a permanent basis now. So, welcome to the podcast, Zaleppo. Yeah. Uh, glad to have you. Thank Isn't you. that awesome? I uh, I promise that like it's not going to be like every every person <laughs> that we get on the podcast will be like another host. Like I think four hosts will probably be the maximum. Think yeah, how powerful we'd be with like twenty five hosts, though. Oh <laughs> it sounds like 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 a Wall Street in here or something. Yeah, we'd have to like yeah, keep, be, um... we'd have to keep changing the uh, picture so that there'd just be like additional rows behind like the main rows of people around the the like microphone. It would just be like extending forever. Oh God! Like one of those mirror tunnels or like a tier list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Episode a thousand. Everybody's a pixel big, and it's a big rainbow. I love it. Um. Why don't you all, like, identify yourself and, like, just for people who haven't listened to the podcast before, like, say, hey, this is my voice, this is me. Uh, okay, I am... Oh, you Damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now you both can't go. <laughs> uh, I am Altered Zangi. I'm Kynik. And I'm Zaleppo. And I'm Kolbara. And we have here today our esteemed guest, who we're very excited to have on. Uh, Ace or TF Central. Hey, uh, introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. Uh, hi, glad to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. Yes, hello. I'm TF Central. Um, that polo wearing guy that you see on Twitter and for affinity on occasion. Uh, always turning into a pony, it seems, because that's me, the pony guy. <laughs> and we love to see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do it well. Thank you. Thank so... you. I'm glad. So I, you know, yeah. I, I think we're we're really excited to to have you on. And you know, speaking from my own personal experience, I've definitely seen your work a, a lot, quite a bit on my uh, Twitter feed and such. And I was curious to hear a little more about you know how you got into kind of TF and TF drawing in particular. Obviously, I know that is very much linked to the MLP fandom, and I'm curious just to hear a little more about uh, your kind of story in terms of where you started and how you kind of got to where you are now. Hmm. Okay. Well, it all started a long, long time ago, but before even ponies, really, because the thing is, I've been into, like, TF stuff way before I was into MLP. Um, hmm. I just remember a long time ago, um, I was at, like, uh, I was at a store. I don't know what it was. But I saw this dragon post, right? I saw this mm-hmm. dragon post, and I thought it looked really cool. And I told my dad I really Relatable. want to buy it. And this, he told me, he asked me, Don't, are you sure? That looks really scary. Won't that give you nightmares? I was like, no, no. <laughs> I think it's really cool. And But the thing was is that in my mind, I wasn't thinking, man, dragons are so cool. I wish they were real. I was thinking, man, I wish I could be a dragon. Mm. Yeah, that's a mood. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. dragons were kind of my first TF crush back when I was a little tiny tiny child and I had no idea how to process those feelings. Um, around the time when I was around 9 or 10 years old, I'm not exactly sure when, 
um, we got internet, like proper internet. Uh, this would be around um, 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we first got internet and we got, I found this thing called Google, I decided to search up Dragon Transformation Stories. And oh, then I... I yeah. And That's then I ended Google up stumbling. Search. Yeah, I stumbled upon the the transformation community, um, people who like seeing people turn into things, and I was like, whoa, oh my god, there's other people who like this stuff too. That's when I ran into people like uh, the 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 three like the there are so many names that I ran into like at those times. I was just I was lurking mm-hmm. by the way. I was a kid. I was not going to get involved with like actual talking with people at that time but um let's see the people i saw in particular were uh canada uh foxy and rapton x those were like the three names that really stuck up to me when i was really really young um rapton x in particular because he he was the one whose work i stumbled across that was a dragon transformation it was like this yes. old those comics. Yeah, it was this old comic of a guy turning into a green dragon by the light of the full moon. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being so captivated by that. And being like, oh my god, I wish I wish I, this could happen to me, you know? Can I throw in something really quick on that yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for one, like even back then, Raptin's texture work is phenomenal. Really love it. Still mm-hmm. is, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But uh, secondly, like, it was one of the his that comic in particular. The I think it's the one you're talking about anyway. Uh, the Green Dragon comic. It was one of the few pieces at the time that I remember being just like utterly positive. Yeah. He was yeah. really enjoying it. It was like just such a good thing for him, and he was even saying it was so pleasurable. Mm-hmm. And that stuck out to me and really had an influence on me as well. Yeah, I, I would Absolutely. say that it also that had an influence on me. Too, but it would be something that emerged later now um fast forward a couple of years um this is around 2010 2011 and that's when uh my little pony was taking off like taking off it, like like crazy mm-hmm. um and that's kind of like where i really got myself involved in like an online art scene because yeah i started off as an artist in the pony fandom i uh before then um I was learning how to draw like anime characters and all that, mm-hmm. <laughs> like how to draw manga books, all that. Oh, yeah. But um, but uh, after around the spring of 2011, I was like, "What's this My Little Pony thing that's becoming so popular?" You know, I was like, "You know what? Okay, I'll watch one episode. I'll see how I feel about it. This is gonna be dumb. This is gonna be stupid." I watched one episode and I was like, "Okay." Let's watch the second episode. And after that, I was like, oh, God, I actually really like this show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's um, that's how I ended up getting into doing art with for ponies. That was really my big start. I I came up. I changed my other online handle to essential because I figured nah, no one's going to remember ace a bunch of numbers. Essential is going to be a little <laughs> mo- bit more memorable. Yeah, um, probably a good move. Yeah. Um, now from there, when it come now come going to TF Art, uh, it was around two thousand late two thousand twelve, sometime in twenty thirteen, around that time, when it just kind of I just kind of realized, hey, I've been liking TF stuff for years, 
I know how to draw people because of because of all the anime and manga stuff I drew. I know, I know how to draw ponies. Very few people are drawing people turning into ponies. Why don't I give it a shot, you know? So I posted, yeah, I I drew something. I posted it up online and uh, it, it people really liked it. It kind of took off, really. And yeah, it just kind of clicked to me. It's like, you know what? No, there's not anyone really out there doing, being focused on My Little Pony TF stuff. Yeah. Why don't I do that? Why don't I kind of focus that on my, as my niche? You know, I don't, I don't think I'm going to. I wasn't going into it thinking that, oh, this is this is gonna be, this is gonna be how I get popular. This is how I'm gonna get known. I was like thinking, this is this is, this is going to make me a niche within a niche. Ponies are already kind of niche. TF is already kind of niche. Mm-hmm. I am going to be filling in that little tiny sliver where the two overlap. And you know what? That's fine. And. It's never gonna go anywhere. No one's gonna care about that. <laughs> I, I know from being like a Pokemon TF guy, for the most part, like, like the the core audience might be smaller, but the ones that are there, they are very, very excited to have you drawing that stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Seriously. No. Um. I was, I was very, very surprised at the um, at the warm introduction that I got. And yeah, from there I kind of got more and more involved with the um, the TF community. I still have a foot or a hoof in the pony community. In fact, I'll be going to a convention next week, um, uh, um, Trotcon in Ohio, so oh, that'll nice. be fun. But um, but yeah, I got more and more involved also with the TF community. Uh, got to meet a lot of people. I got to meet and become friends with some of the folks whose uh work I followed when I was a kid. Like I like yeah. I talk to Rapton X on occasion nowadays. <laughs> And, That's um, always the most fascinating thing. Yeah, and the uh, oh, Foxy, Foxy too. Um, she was a she was. I would say she's like one of my biggest inspirations. Yeah. When it comes to yeah, like, I, lo- I love stuff. her work. And yeah, yeah, I'm I'm like I'm I'm good friends with her now. It's kind of crazy. Awesome. Yeah, it's Foxy's work is awesome. Yeah, you know, I I when as soon as you mentioned that, I I kind of glommed onto that because um, Fox is one of my big influences as well and you know i know that particularly around that kind of time period you were talking about some of her stuff like it was definitely shifting more towards pony stuff around that time too and mm-hmm. you know her doing pony tf was like one of the first times i even saw that and um i you know I- i'm not as big on some of the pony stuff but i really love the pony tf stuff and, you know, just seeing it kind of depicted Same. in that way, um, you know, was just so cool to me. So it's really interesting that, um, you know, her work also influenced you and also that you get to chat with her. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly, slightly jealous. I'm like, damn, you get to talk to Foxy. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's rad. I would, I would very much say that I am, a, I'm very much like an offshoot of like Foxy's like kind of a. Uh, kind of like I guess underlying philosophy, more or less mm. like the kind of uh, the kind of work like she likes to do and what she likes to focus on. Um, she certain she I'm certain I skew a little more realistically in terms of style than mm-hmm. than her, but like in terms of like the thing underneath, especially like a large character focus, that was really the yeah. big thing. Like Foxy has a large character yeah. focus in her yeah. TF art, and that's the thing I kind of glommed onto too. Especially because MLP being MLP, it has a lot of characters, and those are the ones that I want to draw TF of. Especially Twilight Sparkle, because yeah. uh, 
purple smart book horse. <laughs> yeah, by, char by character here, we mean like not like not just like drawing characters, but like TF specifically into existing characters from TV yeah. shows or games and such. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which which I found out as as the years have gone on and I got more experience in the TF fandom. It's not like a universal thing. It's like a lot. Some people like straight up don't like that. They just want to see people turn into a particular animal, like not. Yeah. Not a, not a named animal. A just an animal. That that's that's mostly my my uh, preference is just mm -hmm. seeing people turn into like generic animals, mm -hmm. like whether they're mythological or not. I, I mean, I usually tend towards that. I mean, like and, uh, really, that's also that's also kind of like, um, <laughs> even though I don't draw it as much, that's the kind of stuff I like to consume, the most yeah. really. <laughs> to look at, yeah, yeah. And for the longest time, I wasn't really at all into character tf but if i'm being honest uh altered here like kind of helped me see the good in it and the stuff i like about it and i've been kind of on a kick of it lately with like like uh for instance gex or uh you know for him certain characters um yeah it's there's a lot of appeal there that you know knowing someone that's into it really helps yeah, like so um, and Foxy, yeah, I've, like, I've definitely been focusing on it more and more in my like personal drawings, and I can't quite explain the appeal properly. But there's something about turning into a character that has a particular context to them. Like, mm. it's not just oh, you got turned into like a fox or something. Maybe you got turned into tails. That's not just that's not just <laughs> a fox. That's a character from a well-established medium he has a known personality he has a known relationship and there's just there's something interesting that emerges out of that um that kind of thing where it's like oh i have become someone that is already a person that is already a known quantity and now the question is how much of me is myself how much of me is now this character and how much of my old self is going to react being placed in a similar situation as this character, you know? Yeah, because on, yeah. on, the, on the mental spectrum of TF, it can be, like, anywhere. Like, you can go, like, pretty much to any degree of that you mm -hmm. feel like. Yeah, you can for, be, for, like, for... you can just be, like, yeah. oh, I am now Tails completely. Oh, God, I... Sonic, where are you? Uh, <laughs> I need to help you out. <laughs> you know? Or you can be, like, oh, God, I don't know... I don't even know the first thing on what it is, what a wrench is. How can I do anything like this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For character like... TFs that I enjoy specifically, the mental shift is probably what I enjoy about them the most. Because yes. I'm a very kind of mental shift oriented person. I'm more. I'm more in the camp of a, uh, I say, a personality filter, in which that you yeah. still feel like yourself, but then this new form that you're inhabiting suddenly has you acting in ways that you suddenly never thought you would act like um i mean that yeah that's basically what i'm talking about that's yeah. where that's yeah. where my balance is at too yeah yeah and, and, and you but, know something that's always interested me about character tfs in particular is you know there's very different ways you can approach them so like i i fall in a similar sense of that kind of filter but it's also interesting to see you know there are some people obviously who like you know being fully in like that character say like being a hundred percent tails but the progression I find can also be quite varied. There are some people who, 
you know, really like the existential horror of going from like yourself to not yourself and where does, yeah. what happens to the you before kind of thing. And other people like to see it as more of like a, a happy shift. And so I was curious in terms of what thoughts you have on kind of that shifting process and, and what you enjoy about that kind of shift. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. It's interesting because, I like I like to I like to run a bit of the gamut. Um, when in my earliest days, when I was like really early doing like pony TF stuff, mm -hmm. um, I did a lot of like full on mental shift. As in, this person is now completely and utterly one hundred percent this character, you know. Right. Um, but as I remember your earlier, I think it was Brayburn or one of your early sequences. I'm not trying to name drop here, but I just remember like. At the end, there's literally like a, like a poof sound in their head and like bubbles oh, above their head. And then you're shining that armor. Character. That was shining armor. That was a white. Okay. That was this white stallion horn. Yeah, that was actually one of my earliest uh, commissions. Um, nice. yeah, you can see right there. That was a that was very much a clear mental shift. And it's like that person is no longer a no longer themselves. They are now 100% shining armor. Um, yep. I forgive me if I don't know the names of the characters. Oh no, it's but, perfectly yeah. fine. Um, yeah, so, but like I said, as time went on, it's, I think this also kind of went hand in hand with me shifting, um, to use myself more often as a subject in my TF art, because, um, in the early days, I just kind of like drew a random generic uh, anime, like anime-esque yeah. white dude with like bangs <laughs> and all that. But then as time went on, it's like, you know, like. I mean, I'll be straight up. I'm a TF bottom. I want to be the one being TF, you know. So Same. why don't why don't I draw myself? No, I mean, I, I'll draw my. I'm gonna end up drawing myself a little, a little, a little less portly, um, in my drawings than I am in real life. But otherwise, you know, this is me. Like this, this, uh, this red polo clad Asian dude with a mop black hair, tanned skin. Yeah, let's let's turn this guy into um Twilight Sparkle. Let's do it <laughs> over and over again. Let's do it so often that whenever people see Twilight Sparkle in a red shirt, they'll just automatically think of me. <laughs> yeah, that, that is what I think every single time. Not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> it's very identifiable. And oh god. I, I like. I think that's one of the most validating things about that's kind of I've, that's been validating for me over time is including myself as well in these TF drawings. It's really cool to see other people like see you like that and then actually enjoy it. Yeah. Um in a way like um like I will I'll say say this uh when I was in high school I was like a theater kid. I was a theater and chorus kid. So I did like oh, singing. Oh, you kind of both. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was and, too. <laughs> so and the th so the thing is is that I kind of see like using yourself as a TF subject almost as a kind of performance, you know? Like yes. people get a sense of like, yeah. you know, they'll get a sense of who you are. What's important to you? What are the kind of roles you want to fill? Why is it that y you want to become this? And you know they'll get and they'll get a a certain idea of your you as a person of like what you value from your and what you value and what you put into your art because of that. You know it's it is like a performance. The fact that like um yeah. <laughs> a, a while ago Foxley pointed out to me that I certainly have a a type when it comes to the kind of characters that I draw myself turning into and a lot of them tend to be like the more rough tomboyish uh um female characters in a show 
or what, what have you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I do have a bit of a type. Um, I mean, <laughs> but I still also like to turn into cute things. Like, I mean, I've drawn myself turning into Isabelle from Animal Crossing. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, just what does there was a mod or what recent I did, but I can't clearly call it to mind. But yeah, I like I, I like make being small. One I wanna, uh, just because it. She was a personal crush of mine since the very, very early days. Character crush was uh, Freya Crescent. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You, um, I was basically telling you, it's like, hey, you know, I really want to do one of her for a very long time, and, and like, I was like, yes, please. And I finally <laughs> did just a like a month or two ago for a friend of mine as a commission. Now I can let me, I can drop it into the chat. Um, so yeah, everyone else can see. Oh, that's, so, uh, yeah, that's sweet. Oh yeah, I haven't cool. seen that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I I really like how this one came out. She's always been our like rough tomboyish character, like you said. So mm -hmm. I rather like that. That's the thing about TF. That's one of the things, many things about TF that I I find a lot of value in is that um co like compared to a lot of other art uh mediums, you can really get quite a lot uh you can learn a lot about a person based on the sort of things that they like turning into. It, um, it helps. It helps that EF, um, is very, you can really tell a story with EF. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to knock on like the other sub communities out there. I'm not oh, trying yeah, to king sure. shame or anything. And you know, please, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to put you guys down, but it's like with EF, not only does EF have, a long and storied ancient cultural relevance to humanity like in terms of like like old stories that go all the way back to the greco-roman and before even before them like of people being turned into things that aren't human tf has a lot of narrative potential there's a lot oh, yeah. of things you can explore with tf that you just can't with with others other subject matters and it's kind of one of the reasons why that transformation still pops up a lot even in modern day stories especially like kids cartoons you know um oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely especially you know, kids cartoons I was, I was, recently especially i was raised on, on tf and, and kids oh even if you're all business and you're just like you're just drawing of the transformation and nothing else and even if you don't care about there being a story it's kind of just got a built-in like yeah build up and like climax and tension yeah there's there is you know, a like... sequence of events there that tell a story and like you just it, it can't help but be a little bit of art you know even if it's really hot art <laughs> well that it, actually it, it reminds me yeah. of, um, there's a there was a meme going around i think today or yesterday where it was like you know there's ways in which you can kind of always draw tf and someone somewhere is gonna find it like really hot you know like it doesn't matter yeah. like how safe for work you make <laughs> yeah. it someone's gonna be like damn that's hot and i think that's really yeah. interesting about tf just like draw like a really like draw like a mouse a mouse character right just draw a mouse just just standing in the middle of a room that's fine then draw then draw a pile of crumpled clothes behind that mouse boom yeah and all of a sudden it's like oh, holy yeah. shit yeah <laughs> exactly exactly that's awesome you know i but actually sorry go ahead oh sorry you go, you go ahead oh you go because 
You go, because then I had something big to say, and it might take a while. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, the, the thing I was also going to ask, and, um, you know, I've definitely noticed this in terms of, the, like you said, you know, the kinds of characters that you like to, to TF into, oftentimes that does um, factor into, in a sense, uh, gender changes within TF. And mm-hmm. I was definitely curious to hear a little bit in terms of, how you know gender and the intersection of that with tf has affected you personally because i know speaking from my own experience um you know exploring my own gender identity i found that tf was really uh it first it, it i didn't see it as necessarily in that way but it came to be something that i found really validating in terms of you know coming to terms with my own identity so i was curious to hear a little more about your thoughts on that subject yeah um well, yeah, it's mainly because of, like, uh, my exploration of into TF stuff where I just kind of came to terms of, like, you know what, I guess uh, non-binary kind of uh, fits me pretty well. Um, I would say for the most part, I'm still very uh, uh, male-presenting uh, mm-hmm. and kind of, like, get, go, go on with my life uh, m- m- basically being male. Um, uh, I don't really... I would like to... Fe- present femininely uh in the future maybe on in in some occasion in some occasion uh but um i have don't really have i don't feel a pressing need to yeah but at the same time i know that especially during my time uh, when i was in the pony fandom a lot of people um a lot of people uh assumed that i was uh uh afab assigned female at birth um mm-hmm. Um, through our interactions online, and they were always surprised when they met me in person. It's like, oh, Ace, you're you're a guy. It's like, yep, hi. Um, but I never found that like, even when I was just doing in the pony fandom, and <clears throat> I hadn't really sunk that much time in uh, doing TF stuff. I just thought that was kind of like, oh, that's neat, you know? That's kind of cool, actually. I uh, it is was a, is that a validating feeling? Validating feeling? Yeah, it was. It was. There was something about it that felt nice, you know, that like. There was something about the way I carried myself online that just didn't that didn't come across as very as very masculine, and mm-hmm. and that's like oh that's neat. But yeah, um, it was actually uh, it was actually um, twenty twenty twenty, or like um yeah the beginning of twenty twenty, when I uh kind of basic after I came back from um convention, um, it was uh, it was um. Not Nightmare Nights. It was um, it was the the convention that replaced Nightmare Nights. Um, mm-hmm. in Texas, uh, they um, they I was talking with a friend, and uh, a friend of mine who she she's trans herself. And during the conversation, I just kind of came to the conclusion. It's like, yeah, you know what? Um, I think I think non-binary, uh, kind of fits me. And it's like, oh, cool. And yeah, that was a that was really neat. That was really cool. And then the coronavirus hit. <laughs> As wrecked it did for everyone. Everybody. Yep. Yeah, yep. man. Yeah, no, I completely agree. You know, I I felt, you know, when I kind of came to the conclusion that I was non-binary, and, and for those who have seen me at conventions, I also very much still present somewhat uh, uh, male-presenting, although um, there's been some, some recent changes in my, my hair on that front. But, um, you know, I, I think it's really interesting that you know, through kind of the exploration of 
transformation and even you know I think I think pony communities also have this like you've mentioned you know like there is a certain element of exploring gender and inherent to to both of those and it's kind of interesting that both of those kinds of medias kind of encourage that exploration to a degree and obviously you know there's plenty of people who are into tf who are not into that sort of aspect and of course that's totally fair and and valid but i think it's it's interesting that those mediums kind of lend themselves to that kind of self-exploration in a way that i think a lot of other fandoms don't necessarily do that and you know furry obviously touches on this as well you know there's a lot of people who use furry to kind of explore those boundaries and and think about the ways in which they present but I think it's it's definitely specific to the TF community I think there's a lot of folks um you know who are trans um who explore TF first and then kind of explore their gender and go wait hmm interesting these things are kind of linked so I I think it's really cool to hear that you also had a little bit of a, a journey on that kind of axis as well yeah for sure like I've met uh yeah like the tf community furry community and the pony community they have really helped get people to really explore their own identity and i've met i have met many many people who um fall under the trans flag and uh, Mm -hmm. i will i will say that getting the opportunity really helped open my eyes to you know them as people because when you know when i'm growing up growing up you don't really get that um when everyone else around you seems to be just like a like cis or heteronormative and all that yeah. heck um i am um, i i'm asexual but i remember one time when i talked to my one of my closest friends like growing up i was like you know what i think i might be asexual and he's like no no that's not a thing no dude you like you're <laughs> great like, you're like you're, you you're, you just need to find a girlfriend at one point it's like that, or a boyfriend yeah. it's like oh yeah you're probably right because at this at that point in time i did have a boyfriend um but like i didn't really realize the depth of, like what asexuality was until time went on and i kind of explored that a bit more it's like okay yeah yeah this is this is what it is this is what i i am i did talk to my friend about that that conversation a while he feels really bad about it it's like no dude don't worry it's okay like i didn't like no one lost sleep and i didn't like lose time on anything because of that you know mm-hmm. it's a uh, it it that's yeah that oh sorry that that same kind of thing is happening to me at the moment i don't really know what i am uh at the moment i i i'm not really into guys i'm not really into girls and i i don't know whether i'm asexual or whether i just because i don't i haven't really been in a proper relationship yet whether it's just a side effect of that um but i i have been surrounded recently by a lot of like people from a generation where that wasn't really a thing and um i try to bring it up and they're like oh just just you 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 just just need to find somebody and it's like well i don't know yeah yeah it's and it can be frustrating when that happens because like sometimes yeah sometimes you just need to get out there and do it just to find out okay maybe this isn't for me but it's kind of you know it's kind of a downer when when like any any attempt to try to kind of validate these feelings that you have are just immediately put down by other people. It's like, no, this isn't a thing. This isn't, this isn't real, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's I... the worst, it's the worst thing in the world to be told like something you are clearly feeling is like, no, you don't feel that. 
You're like, what? You're making that up. Yeah. Or when I, yeah. I like get asked by my father, like, do you have a girlfriend yet? And I'm like, no. Oh and he's God. like, so worst. do you have a boyfriend yet? And it's like, okay, man, come on. Mm-hmm. My mother is like still asking me about grandchildren, even though she knows I'm gay and in a relationship with another guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I think um, it, it's definitely really interesting to kind of hear your, your thoughts and um, kind of hear a little more in terms of how TF and, and Ponies have kind of played into that. Um, because mm-hmm. I, I think that, you know, obviously this is very much something that is on the radar for a lot of people, but I often feel like there's a bit of a lack in terms of discussions around actually talking about how people explored that process and explored be it TF or any other fandoms and used that as a way to kind of reflect on their own gender identity. So I, I think it's really cool that, um, you know, we're having this conversation because I feel like it's one that sometimes gets omitted a little bit from, you know, dialogue in these spaces. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, I'm glad that you asked that, that question too, because yeah, it is something I don't get an opportunity to talk about a lot, though it definitely should be talked about a bit more. If only just to let people out there know, it's like, you know, like the thing that you're feeling, like, like, um, however it's being expressed, whether it's like being taking part, it, whether your pers- your persona or whatever is a uh, different gender than you, or that you're looking at art, transformation art in which that the person uh, changes their um their uh their sex or gender, um, and like part of that is speaking out to you, like that's that's perfectly fine. Like those feelings that you're feeling are perfectly valid, and you um. And hopefully, um, through those me- through that media that you're that you're exploring, that you're looking at, uh, you can come to a better understanding of yourself. Even if ultimately you come to the conclusion that, like, oh, you know, maybe I guess I'm not actually, you know, trans or or so on and so forth. That's that's perfectly fine. Like yeah. we're all still trying to figure ourselves out, you know. Yeah, I, it's part it, of the it can take it can take a long time sometimes to. Like no, for sure. Like mm-hmm. it took me an embarrassing long, long time to figure it out. Like, or you yeah, might, I. You might never took, know. Like, you might not. Mm-hmm. It took me an embarrassingly long time to admit myself that, that I even liked it. I spent like, like six some six or something years before I even started posting my art uh, to even accept that like, I was drawing transformation and enjoying it. I mm-hmm. as a as a teenager, I was always like. I, I only like it ironically, and that's why I'm drawing oh it. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, I feel that. But yeah, no, yeah, I definitely like... think, you know, it, it's interesting that, uh, you know, on an ongoing basis, to use a, a terrible pun, you know, we're always thinking about the ways in which we change, and that can include your identity too. So, you know, you don't have to feel solidified into one thing. You can think maybe, you know, like you were saying, kind of, it's like, maybe I'm just into TF ironically, and then maybe that's going to change, and maybe it'll mm-hmm. change back. Who knows? I mean, like, we, we all support changing uh, yourself on here. So, you know, wherever yeah, you I mean, end absolutely. up, I'm sure it's good. I mean, a few years ago, I never thought I'd be drawing so many Sonic Sonic TF, TFs, and, like, look at me now. I have been drawing, I have drawn several Mobian TFs in the past few days, past few weeks. And I am now wondering where my life has gone. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah, man. And I know Adam here has been drawing a lot of Tales TF, and I've been loving seeing it. Yeah, I saw I saw the one that you posted yeah, recently. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, I've, I've been a bit obsessed lately. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm uh, guessing the movie, yeah. the new movie trailer, kind of sparked some ideas, right? 
A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I I didn't actually see the previous movie, so I, I have some work to do, I guess. Yeah. No, same here. Tales I... in it. So. Yeah. I I saw it like when it came out on Valentine's Day, and Ooh. I I just like I I saw it with a girl, and I just completely didn't realize that I like accidentally went on a date with a girl on Valentine's Day to see this fucking Sonic movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was Perfect. an experience. The blue blur, very romantic. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, chili dots. Well, it's kind of funny though. Like, I, I, I'm draw, like I'm drawing this stuff now, but like I actually don't like the Sonic games very much, <laughs> and I've drawn uh, like a shit ton of Pokemon TS, and I, I hate the say... Pokemon games, and I like I don't play them ever. How could you? Like, but it's just like, something about the designs, like... uh, or like the the concepts involved, like excite me, but like not the actual game itself. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I just like I, I think there's a lot of people in I that exactly sad boat. Um, you know, like oh, there it, are it, so know. many people in that kind of position where they're not into a certain thing, but they like drawing things from that thing. I mean, uh, kind of like my whole goal with doing <laughs> yeah. Pony TF art has basically been to get as many people in the TF community to basically say, I don't really like ponies, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, really I think that's like basically what's happened with yeah. me. <laughs> like, uh, I've drawn, like, a little hint for people out there, I've drawn Pony TF, but, like, I've never shown anybody, so maybe you'd be the inspiration. <laughs> likewise, like, I need to talk to you about Sonic characters, because I've been talking to Adam about this. Like, I want to make a Sonic, like, I want to choose a Sonic character for myself, but I don't know which one. I'm, I'm like, looking for a lizardy one, but I'm not sure. So Ooh. maybe you can hook me up. <laughs> I can definitely start. I can definitely start digging around. Oh, I should did. be That'd yeah, be, be like chaos or something. Oh, Is uh, no, not 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 chaos. Oh, uh, Kobari, you no, no, you no. said you said you're holding on to something from a few for for a few minutes ago. Yeah, that's what I was gonna bring up just now. Yeah, but thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask about something, and if it's too much, like uh, you can edit it out or whatnot, but. I, I do think it's important because of what we talked about earlier that like talking about the trans thing, there's a lot of people out there that are thinking about that, struggling with it, mm -hmm. whatever their situation may be. But I wanted to ask about the, um, the sexuality side of things mm -hmm. in terms of how your experience through everything, how that's been, because just speaking from my own personal experience, um, I am very, like, I'm not never, but I'm rarely attracted to just a human male or a human female, like, beyond, like, a companionship thing. Mm -hmm. I don't look at, like, human porn, for instance, very often. Oh, I mean, um, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I never have, ever. <laughs> never. I've actually never been on Pornhub before. Same. The only time I've, I've ever looked up porn was for reference for certain angles for drawing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much the same. Uh, but I find that in a strange way, like transformation, I don't want to say this is strictly true, but it's almost this TF is a sexuality for me. Mm -hmm. uh, that sounds weird, but it just is the case. And I, I would agree with cool, that. Cool. Uh, I, I, what were you, go ahead. Um, uh, well, like I, yeah, sorry. yeah, I think oh. I'm the same. The, um, hmm. yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I know that, like, throughout, like, high school and all that, like, I, I remember when I was, like, in middle school or something, I did, like, the, the, like, the cute, cute, 
elementary school romance kind of thing. It's like, oh, I like this girl, so you know, that must be romantic feelings, right? And it's like the teachers go, oh, isn't that cute and all that. <laughs> um, but like as I got older and I got into like high school and all that, I know I noticed that as like, huh. Everyone else is going goo goo gaga all over for each other. And meanwhile, I'm over here like, hmm, I don't really feel much. The, right? Oh, the yeah, the only yeah. reason why I ended up getting a, getting a boyfriend for some time, like a few years actually, um, was that he came to me. Like, he came to me. It's like, hey, do you want to be in a relationship? And I was like, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. And, uh, yeah, we were a thing for a, for a couple of years. Um, uh, Unfortunately, I we did um we did break up because like especially with me coming to um more to terms with the fact that I was asexual and like I was just I realized I was not able to really give give him the affection that he that he wanted, you know? Mm. And it's like I I can't I can't I can't keep doing this. Like um this is not this not fair for me, it's not fair for him, you know? Uh so we did we did break it off. Um tried to and um we're still we're still friends. We're still actually very good friends. In fact, um, I was we we're I was actually supposed to uh, fly down um fly down to his place, uh so that way we could both attend a a friend a friend of ours's wedding down, um down in Texas. But uh that didn't work out because Corona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The constant uh plan ruiner at this point. Yep. Yes, it is. But yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I. It's weird. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if, like, me getting into TF kinda might have ruined my sexual development, um, growing up. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I can understand that thought. It's like, yeah, I, yeah, I come to terms with that by being like, that was my sexual development, and that's just the direction it happened to take. Yeah, like, I mean, I feel the same. Yeah, we're we're we are we are all built up from the context of our lives, and we are not completely, like, um our nature is not completely divorced from our nurture. So, like, yeah. if this is the way that I went, then this is the way that I went. Not No use, like, lamenting or trying to fight against it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. totally. Right. Even though I still do sometimes. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely I, agree. There, there, are, there are sometimes moments I've had where I've seen other people in, like, a really nice, like, wholesome <laughs> relationship, and I've been like... Man, I, I I wish I could experience that. That seems like so just so pure, uh, and I I wish I had the like the capacity to to feel that sort of thing mm-hmm. to somebody. Yeah, and you know I think I think you know when it comes to relationships and particularly for folks within the TF community, because a, a lot of people you know they feel like to some extent their sexuality is tied to to transformation. It can often be difficult to you know think about like oh you know like i have to look for someone who's into tf or like you know it's hard to to find someone who isn't um you know i i always find that uh, kind of an interesting conversation i myself has have been in in a relationship for for a very long time with someone who is not a, a tf person um but who is like super supportive and totally accepting that that's like a part of my interests and and part of the things that I like to do. So, you know, I I always do encourage people to not, you know, if you are looking for a relationship, not to to give up hope because there are definitely people out there who would be accepting of it. But, you know, also consider that, like you said, Ace, you know, if it's such an important part of your 
identity and you know especially if you're on the asexual spectrum and you just can't you know reciprocate it's also cool to just be you know good with yourself and and on your own for a bit while you sort stuff out so i just i I find that a lot of time people like fixate on like oh i need to like get a relationship and it's like sometimes you know that's not the end all and be all that i think a lot of people and a lot of you know media and culture makes it out to be yeah because like we're we're kind of trained with this idea that like uh like um that the goal of a sexual expression is what we see in media and all that and that 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 kind of uh what's been what we understand from that is basically stuff like heteronormative stuff yeah. stuff that's been established for such a long long time and we haven't really gotten to explore yeah, like, this the real spectrum of human sexuality you know yeah um so what does every movie or book or whatever tell you like you're supposed to want this and this is what you get as a reward when you complete the adventure yeah. i and, mean you can even you can even like, see it in like in like there are some gay stories out there that are very clearly written by someone who does not have many gay stories to work off of and like the yeah. dynamic between the two gay characters feels very strange because they're filling in a masculine and feminine role of a heterosexual romance story and not just the nature of a real like an authentic gay story you know yeah and it's, it's like that cringy question that gay couples get asked all or at least they used to get asked all the time like which one of you is the woman her yeah, her, her you know exactly but it's not really like that it's a different thing it still gets asked honestly it's very yeah annoying. and it sucks because there's so much beautiful like other ways to love people and different identities people have that have barely been explored like you said and yeah it's uh it's weird because um hold on just thought for a second when i was younger um like i thought it was weird obviously and what you said about media really just struck a chord with me because i just straight up think that media and social media and just all of that especially movies and stuff kind of poisoned my mind and I, I took it too seriously it was partly my fault i really did but like it poisoned my too. mind you too yeah <laughs> yeah like it really made me think not only are like only heteronormative stuff that's like the only norm but it also poisoned my mind into thinking that like if i ever came out with my tf interest in the way i feel about these things i would be like utterly hated no matter what mm-hmm. and in reality it's been the absolute opposite yeah like the people um, have been so welcoming and loving uh pretty much pretty much all of my real irl friends my friends i've known since like uh, middle school and high school they pretty much all know that i draw tf stuff and they're um they're pretty they're pretty okay oh, with wow. it that scares the crap out of me. <laughs> like, That's oh God, is I, that scary? I remember. I remember. I made it. I made it my goal at that by the end of my that by the time we graduated high school, I would tell my close one of my closest friends growing up that this is what I'm into. He sometimes, occasionally, likes my TF posts. I was like, dude. I mean, I, I'm glad that you're, you're supportive, but like, people can see your likes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever get anybody? Did you like? Did they come up to you and go like, "Could you, could you please like transform me? I I, I need this." Like, um, did you? I I have not not IRL, but I have known I have known some people like that I've met like through the Pony Phantom and all that who weren't into TF at first, or or at least I didn't know they were into TF, and then they were like, "Hey Ace, um, 
would you be willing to uh, draw something for me? It's like, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been climaxing to this like nonstop for weeks. Help me, please. I can't get my mind <laughs> off it. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, man. That, that... I think at the very least. No, go oh, ahead. Go sorry. Ahead. I think at the very least, like, your your friends or loved ones or whatever whose reactions you might be so afraid of, like, they might not think it's that weird just because they haven't been, like, thinking about it nonstop since they were <laughs> born, like, like you have, yeah. you know? So your friend that was liking your stuff on Twitter, he might just think, oh, that's some cool art my friend did of some we weird thing. I'll support that, that's, you know? That's how my... Yeah, they don't have a complex. That's how a bunch it. of my the friends that I've told in real life, like that's how they treat it. They're like, "Oh yeah, you do some like pretty fucking metal art, don't you?" Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> rad. Um, it's hardcore. That, all, yeah, that's kind of their meanwhile, opinion. Meanwhile, my sister is like is like a is like a hardcore furry, so I don't really I'm not I'm not too I'm not too worried about you know. Yeah, that helps. About, that makes sense. about you know, uh, she knows, and I know what she draws, so it's all cool. Nice. <laughs> Mutually assured destruction. Yeah, mutual yeah, blackmail. Oh, we 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 actually get along. We actually get along super well. Um, so we 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 shield each other from um from uh, anyone else knowing that we don't want to know. Yeah, that's so cool. That is really cool. Yeah, no, honestly, like I think that's that's really awesome that you know the the folks in your life know about you know TF interests and such. I mean, I definitely like over the years have been very open about being a furry with like all my real life friends and they've all been like super cool and chill with it but i haven't gone as far as uh you know sharing the tf stuff so it's really cool to hear that you know you've had such a, a great experience sharing things and uh even like you know uh, you know you mentioned your sister i i also have a sister who's like very much like knows almost all the stuff but she's kind of like she's very supportive but she's almost like an anti-furry in the sense of like she just does not like furry stuff like at all but is still mm -hmm. very supportive about it and so it's it's cool to hear that you have that uh kind of connection and with with a, a sibling who's also furry that that sounds really cool to me mm -hmm. one more thing i'll bring up uh, one thing you said that really struck with me too is like that's another thing is that that I've learned over time. I want to know if you relate to this at all. Is that like everyone, uh, everyone has like I want to call them skeletons in their closet, but that's not what I mean. Like <laughs> everyone has a thing that they're into mostly. Yeah. That like you're not alone. You're not like this crazy weird person for liking some weird thing. Like everyone has something like that. You might be really surprised, or at least I've been surprised, how many people can accept you for what you like, because they like something that they're really like ashamed of or scared about being found out about. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I guess what I'd be interested in is like, you said you like told all your high school friends about your TF interest. Like, that really hasn't resulted in anything. I don't know, like bad. Uh, sometimes there's. Sometimes there's the occasional crack, you know, like, um, what do you call it? Uh, like we'll watch, we'll be all together watching a movie, watching a movie at a theater and a trailer comes on. It's like maybe something like that new, like that more recent Hellboy movie trailer. And then like some dude starts turning into a, like a, like a tiger or yeah, like a, a tiger. Jaguar. That was a and Jaguar. Then, <laughs> and then I can just feel my friends slowly turning towards me and smirking. I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah, I don't even need to turn around. I know what you guys are doing. 
that that happened to me with when the Pokemon movie came out. Uh, spoilers for that, but um, I had friend I had friends that had watched it before me that knew what I was into, and then they were like, "Hey, hey, hey, you be- uh, um um, there's something in the- uh, uh this movie would be uh pretty good. <laughs> you'd uh, you'd probably like this movie." <laughs> yeah, I've um. Uh, that- uh, Detective Pikachu, then, I've, right? I've, I've gotten that. I've gotten that on occasion. Like sometimes, sometimes like like Jackbox games will so, will make a like a a slight allusion to um what I what I'm into. It's like, haha, very funny, guys. Oh, there yeah, yeah, a exactly. I, w- I want to throw a name out there oh in case God. anyone watches this. Hello, dog. Um, that it was. Uh, I watch a YouTuber called Northern Lion. And on there, there was a furry. Um, he, he didn't tell anybody he was a furry at first, but he was a friend of Northern Lions on it. These were like fairly prominent YouTubers slash streamers for gaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, he eventually came out to people that he was furry because his name was uh, Dumb Dog. And then, or his name at the time was Last Grey Wolf, it doesn't matter. But he came out and the reaction from the community was super supportive and everything was great. And he was like shocked at how supportive people were. It was a really nice story. But then, and I didn't even know this at first, he came out as like a huge TF furry. And like, oh shit. That made my heart go like, what? Are you kidding me? I can't believe it. I've been watching this guy for years and he's like a TF. That was the first time I've seen someone that's like a public figure in like a wider sense come out with their TF interest. Mm-hmm. And. Crazily enough, the almost the entire community and even his co-streamers who like didn't understand TF at all were all very supportive and like almost too supportive because he had to <laughs> he had to like um he had to like stop talking about TF because people were like drawing TF sequences of not only him but like his co-hosts as well. Oh, and oh, okay, he, that yeah, that's a yeah. Little, uh, that's... That's going too far. (laughs) Yeah, they weren't comfortable with that, but it it was kind of like a love misdirected kind of thing, you know. No one meant harm. Yeah, I mean, I was, I mean, I was shocked when I heard that Proton John was really into TF stuff. I was like, wait, what? what? He is? Yeah, Yeah, they are. I don't know. Yeah, Proton John. Like, um, like uh, they commissioned the the artist uh, Maleficus, Maleficus, I think. Mm -hmm. Um and. Yeah, it was. I was just like, oh my god! I remember, I remember Proton John like way back in like the, um, yeah, Maleficus, um, in the earlier days of like um, like uh, like ROM hacks, like video game, like video game YouTubing and all that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Who is yeah. Proton John? <laughs> he he was an old, like YouTuber who played. I remember him at least. What uh, uh, Ace and Zleppo was saying, well, like. He played ROM hacks of like Super Mario yeah. World, and right, I see and that kind of thing. Good. Yeah, he's entertaining as well. Yeah. Oh, I, I really like them. Here, I'll 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 link I'll link the commission he got. Uh, right here, please. Oh my! Wow, that's mind blowing. Wow, my world is my worldview is shattered. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> I was um. You'd never you'd never know. Yup. That's so cool. Yeah. It's small. It's a surprise. Small world. You 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 never know who's into what. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I um I think the thing uh, about people being so supportive links back to what TF Central said like 
at the beginning of the podcast where it's like TF is so rooted in human history, like all the way back to the beginning that I think it's just kind of in everybody's mind anyway. And so mm. when someone yeah. kind of talks about it in a, in a more intimate way, people are like, well, yeah, I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Um, at yeah. least most people. <laughs> I, most I remember, people, yeah. I remember I was doing like a bit, um, when I, I mean, hell, even some, even some of my, um, uh, some of my uh classmates in college knew I was into TF stuff too. <laughs> wow. Oh man, yeah. I'm maybe I might have been a little too loose of telling people, but eh, whatever. <laughs> I I I've been a little too loose of uh about like my my university friends. Like I I, I basically <laughs> just kind of tell everybody in the first conversation I have with them now. It's, it's too much. You know, there's okay. nothing wrong with that, honestly. Like being open about your interests and people being chill with it, that's a good mark of someone who you can vibe with. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Yeah, that's that, yeah, that's a good idea. Just like basically have like a little introduction card it's like, "Hi, I'm TF Central. Um I like to draw. I especially like to draw myself turning into a purple horse. Um it's nice to meet you. I also like play, I yeah. also like flight sims. <laughs> I definitely want to be more like you guys for that. Because yeah. I've been, uh, I'll be straight, I've been trying that recently with people. I would just come out to them that I meet online and just literally say those kinds of things. Like, this is what I like, this is what I want to do. And, I mean, Adam has been telling me that for a long, long time. And I finally feel like I'm getting the courage to do it. And it's awesome. And I'm glad it worked out for you guys. Both. Yeah. Any, anytime I have to mention my work to a non-furry, I'm just like, yeah, I do commission art of graphic design and character <laughs> I'm logo design like yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a moderator for a, a flight sim discord and like uh they most of them pretty much know that I do art uh I haven't quite I haven't quite stipulated to most of them what kind of art yet <laughs> but they haven't yeah, they, yeah. they have a yeah, but... they have a pretty good idea of what I draw but like they don't know any specifics they just they just and know yeah. that I can occasionally afford a decent a decent uh, joystick every once in a while just do my art. <laughs> that, that's kind of the same thing that I do with my relatives. It's like, I'm a freelance commissioner, and I draw characters that people invent online. Yeah, That's what I've told my folks. Wow, can I see some of your art? Nope. No. Oh, man. No. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> any any Aeromorph TFs for that flight sim? From, from, from... Oh, man, I want to draw some of those. I, this is this is what this is what oh, I yes. always t- say to people. Listen, I want to fly my planes. I don't want to be them. That being said, <laughs> that being said, crazy crazy the artist the uh, crazy Ivan um has or Ivan from afar uh they've yeah. drawn some they draw drew one aeromorph they drew one aeromorph yeah, but... that was like hmm okay also uh, what's the other one um Imper- Imperator Caesar Imperator oh, yeah. Caesar I believe yeah, yeah. they yeah. also did like a plain tf that i was also like mm-hmm. yeah i will say you know i wasn't always b- big on like aeromorph tfs but i do remember um other words did a few aeromorph tfs that i was like okay i now see the appeal in these you know like i can get behind this so i, I definitely think some artists just have a way of doing yeah it. Some, sometimes you just need a decent uh an, a decent enough artist to be like okay all right yeah I, it's I, just I, right. Yeah, I think I can I can pick up what yeah, you're selling. There, <laughs> there are some concepts, like not even TF concepts of furry stuff, where like I'm like, no, I don't I don't like that. I'm not into that at all. But like, if one person draws it this really specific way, it's like, oh, wait a minute, like 
uh, <laughs> I kind of like this, but only right yeah. now, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. We 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 all need yeah. a y we all need a y boner every once in a while, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> oh no, it's awakened something in me. <laughs> Whoops. Can I can I um ask a, a little bit of an embarrassing question to you, kind of? Yeah. Uh, I think you Always. could show us, uh, Ace that car TF story you wrote sometime. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. I mean, <laughs> I, a car, we, you wrote a car TF? I need to see this. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did. I, the reason why I haven't posted it um, for anyone who wants to see it is because I want somebody to make some art for it, and I, I, I haven't been proactive enough in asking. Um, I don't just want to post it as like a blank story with no art. Yeah, yeah. Because no, I feel like it deserves art. Talk to me after the class, kind of, about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Please. Well, speaking of class, I did add, and remember that we asked the audience for a little bit of homework that I think we got some really cool uh, turn-ins. So I was wondering if everyone would be cool if we went through one or two questions that we got from some of our listeners from the last episode. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd be cool after one question for some sure, Ace, yeah, yeah. just a small one. Yeah. Ace, did you have any questions for us? Um, dang. Uh... I know that's always a, a, a toughie to just throw at someone. It's a question. But. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't really have too many questions. Uh, I appreciate that you guys have put together this little podcast, though. You know, um, it's always cool. It's always good that, you know, like the TF community has been around in some shape or form since like what, like the early, like the mid to early 90s, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's it's really I remember that there was this period of time where it felt like it was kind of like, kind of like, was kind of down low for a little bit. But nowadays, it's like, like there's so many people who are drawing for it. Um, I know that. Um, I kind of wish I saw a bit more of a certain kind of art. I kind of, I really like like a uh, like people turning into feral animals more than anything. Mm-hmm. But yes. and as as a uh, the TF community kind of like merged in with the furry community. Uh, there's more people drawing more furry style F, which isn't a problem. Be- it's I don't think it's a problem. It's just that um I just kind of wish I saw more of this, but that doesn't really matter. What what I appreciate is you know you guys putting together something like this. You know like a like um just a way for more people to hear more from other people in the TF community. Like I'm I'm familiar with all of your works. <laughs> Thank, yeah. you. Thank, I'm Thank familiar, you. I'm very familiar with yours. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> and um, you know, and I'm be- and I'm very I'm very glad that you know all of you all of you guys are like contributing to this community too in your own ways, especially especially as artists. Um, cause, Absolutely. Because uh, God, um, you know, uh, I know when I was like a small little child, um, and I stumbled across TF art, I would have never known what rows it would lead me down as as the years went on you know yeah. and i would say they were they were good they were good roads traveled and i'm sure that there's like there's more and more people now more than ever who are coming across like your guys stuff my stuff and all that and being like oh i kind of like this and they're go- going to go down a very interesting journey for the rest of their lives for sure yes for yeah. sure, one hundred percent. It did takes you places. Such an odd feeling when, if, if anyone even like tells you like like, oh, your art inspired me to start drawing, and like, 
My immediate response is like, what are you talking about? I still don't know what I'm doing. I've, I've barely yeah, like started, I'm the one you know? who's supposed to be inspired right now. Yeah, I'm supposed to be the newbie. Uh, it, it, yeah, and you and never then... you you never get used to that feeling. Yeah. Of being... yeah. And then all of a sudden you've been drawing since 2017, and it's like, oh, oops. I was, it, it's still I, it's still weird for me to look think back and be like wow there was a time when I was the new kid on the block now for a lot yeah. of people I'm old school like I've been for some people yeah. I've been here I've been here for almost as long as they can remember <laughs> yeah sometimes I mean I yeah remember... that's sorry go ahead that's me with everybody I think <laughs> I uh my part of my my own personal gain that I get out of this podcast is being able to talk to all the people that I grew up looking at all their TFR so this is uh this is very fun for me. Yeah. Well, pretty soon you'll have someone that was inspired by your art, kind of, and yeah, I'll be all that's, like, "That's fun." On the podcast, I mean, it'll be cool. <laughs> no, uh, I love that. Before we move on to to like uh, listener questions, if I could ask something real quick, uh, uh, Ace, since you're you seem to be most prominent on Twitter, that seems to be where like where most of your art turns up, at least like yeah. the most currently, you know. But uh, I've always found it difficult to like browse through someone's art on Twitter because it's like buried under mountains of like posts and things that you have to scroll mm-hmm. through. Uh, is is there anywhere where your art is like archived, like that might be easier right now, to browse through? Um, the, my Twitter is basically the best place you can find all of the art that I do. However, I am planning by at least by the end of the year or early next month, I am going to compile everything that I've been drawing. Since I joined Twitter, basically since I stopped posting on Fur Affinity, and I'm going to start dumping it there. I'm basically gonna set up, um, set up a posty burb to basically start posting my stuff there, like at least like once a day. So yeah, I'm yeah. That's great. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I'm happy to hear me. that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know there's a lot of my work is um is not archived, and yeah, it is a shame that it isn't. Uh, I basically mainly post on Twitter because that's kind of like where the visibility, the main visibility is at. But uh, yeah, necessary evil kind of thing. Yeah, but um, I do want to have yeah. my work archived so that way people can more easily browse it and also more easily uh, uh, refer to it when sharing it around. So yeah. I do plan on addressing that very very soon. I even have a folder in my my TF work folder that basically says um, for affinity backlog for me to upload everything. It is over like 300, 400 drawings in there. Wow. Oh my. Oh man, you, 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 you and Kobara should yeah. all, like, oh, have a talk yeah. about that sort of problem. You and me both, Ace, <laughs> I have so many pictures saved in folders that I haven't posted. Uh, 302 items. <laughs> wow. 302. Holy. And, yeah, it's, I am. I, I always keep thinking, it's like, man, I'm not as productive as I could be. And then I look back, it's <laughs> like, hmm. Yeah, right, three hundred and two pictures. That's not very oh, productive. Like, we should actually talk about getting all that crap posted to like motivate each other. Yeah, Jeez. I'm like, th- like this, like there's so much of this stuff that I'm really thinking. I'm little legitimately thinking of buying like a Raspberry Pi, loading all of the drawings onto it, and l- just having it run continuously with Postyburb up because I can't leave my gaming computer up, my my work computer on continuously to do it you know but a raspberry pi i can leave that on forever i actually have a little mini question for you is that maybe yeah. it is better that it's like off the cuff here um because it's kind of a personal indulgence but like 
how would you ever feel about like being photo manipped TF? Oh, um, I'd be down. Uh, I I remember I even talked to uh, I even uh, talked briefly with uh that Isle Beaver. Um, ah yeah. Uh, a little bit about doing something like that. I never ended up sending him a picture. <laughs> I really should. <laughs> hey, if you're listening. Hey, uh, dude, if you're listening, um, sorry about that. Uh, I just, um, I just felt like, I kind of felt like, oh, I, I'm not presentable enough for a, or a picture right now. Hopefully soon. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. It would be a huge mental block for me to, like, take yeah, an appropriate picture of myself. Because I'm like, why would anyone yeah, want to look at this? Yeah, also because I have to sub, sub the DSLR and all that, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I... You could always, uh... Oh, yeah, you go. You're the, you're the photo guy after all. <laughs> I am. I mean, I will say, yeah, definitely the hardest part is getting getting the picture. Everything else is uh, smooth by comparison. But um, mm -hmm. I, I will just say, you know, as someone who has uh, manipped themselves more times than I can count, um, there is no time like the present. Um, I, I find that, you know, there's always that kind of voice in the back of your head that's like, oh, you know, maybe it's you know it's gonna be a hassle or like maybe i don't i don't think i look good enough on this day just get getting you know getting everything set up and taking something is like half the battle so mm -hmm. definitely do recommend getting back to travis on that point because he'll do a great job on you uh, we all really like welcome back from the Hello. fields of battle yeah I, I'm in a I'm in a busy house and um I, I constantly get knocks on my door so yeah, yeah it just happens. I think the point I was the thing I was gonna say was like I uh, have seen people store their art on a Raspberry Pi because there's no other place for them to store it without it getting caught. That was literally the only point I was gonna make. Oh okay, that's a good idea though. Interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, a Raspberry a Pi is tiny and discreet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you'd never like really think to check like uh it's going to be on the Raspberry Pi like what? <laughs> yeah, cuz then you have to like figure out a bunch of Android homebrew stuff to even get it to turn on. You're like I don't <laughs> have time for this. Exactly. Yeah, there there actually... there definitely was a time when I squirreled away all my art on like various USPs that I then just like had hidden in my room in like various points, so I feel that. <laughs> and then and then nowadays um this is this is the uh, this is how I store um the the transformation on my computer, q slash this is porn dot seriously slash transformation. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> that's, like if, that's great. I'm gonna take that advice. If someone if someone uh, pokes around my um, pokes around my computer and they see this is porn seriously, they know what they're gonna find in there. Exactly. This yeah. file is a computer virus. <laughs> <laughs> Once you reach a certain age, if someone's like browsing through your computer, you're allowed to just like get ultra mad at them, and it's their own fault mm -hmm. if they find exactly. something weird. Honestly, oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's your mother. Can't oh, get God. mad at old mom. Yeah. Anyway, so um, are we yeah, are we gonna do? I, yeah, I do. <laughs> been, I do want to yeah, get to these questions because like... we've been chatting for a bit. Um, so you know, we had a, a chance to kind of review them over, and there were a lot of really great questions, and we're not gonna have time to fit all of them in here, but I did want to pick um, a few out that, uh, you know, our, our wonderful esteemed co-hosts um, pointed out were uh, 
enjoyable and interesting. So um, I'm going to start off and maybe we can have our, our guests take a stab at answering it first and then we'll kind of go down the line here. But um, we got a question from some sure. in the elector counts and uh, they said that they had a question in terms of which came first, realizing you were into TF or realizing you were a furry and then bonus question, which was harder. So maybe I'll pitch that to Ace first in terms of which came first. And I, I think we kind of know from what you've told about your story, but definitely curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I don't actually consider myself a furry. Um, yeah. I still, I still primarily, I pretty much consider myself still very primarily a member of the pony community, a brony, um, for, um, uh, if you will, for some, for some folk, uh, mm -hmm. the, yeah, um, the thing is, is that, uh, the one, like, when I was younger, the re the main reason why I didn't want to identify as a furry was basically kind of like a hang, some, some, some hang up of my younger years of like being identifying with that community. Um, but yeah. really nowadays, it's more just the fact that like, um, I really only interact with the TF community. Like, like whenever people bring up like, uh, like a furry, like other, I talk to other TF people. And they bring up like an artist that's outside of the TF community that just in the general furry community. I have no idea who they're talking about. <laughs> so yeah, like, I'm I'm the same. So like, yeah. but they have a million billion watchers. How do you? I don't not know. know this I just person? don't know them because they don't. Have they ever drawn a person turning into a dog? If they haven't, I don't know them. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Basically, I don't really identify as um as a furry because i don't really i don't really participate in the the general the more generalized community at large it's mainly just the the tf space whereas with ponies i kind of like i kind of interact with like ponies like in general i mean i go to conventions i go to them um, i yeah. draw fan art um i uh and i have participated in several projects in the pony fandom um but yeah uh so as a result um i never had a a, a furry realization but i will say that um i did have a pony a brony realization and i will tell you straight up that i embraced that shit right fucking right right away um it, <laughs> nice. it was basically it was basically summer vacation was over um summer vacation was over ace has come back and he has a really weird interest and he wants you to know <laughs> no that's so awesome. it became yeah. very it became very quick when everyone in um in uh, my high school knew that I was the I was into ponies and I fucking owned that shit, yo. Um, but they didn't. I should have been more outgoing. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Um... Mad props to you for being able to do that. Seriously. Yeah, that that ain't easy. Oh god. Um, I I already had a reputation for being a bit of uh, being a bit of an eccentric oddball, so it really just kind of added to that, really. Um. Yeah. So so really, yeah. Um, I would say that. Uh. Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I came to realization I liked TF way before almost anything else. Before before I participated in any sort of online community or anything. Because, yeah, like, I have been part of the TF community in some fashion since I was 10 years old. But no one even really knew I was there until I was at least 18. And I drew my first TF thing and I posted it online in, like, 2012, 2013. Nice. Awesome. Well, uh, what? 
Is yeah, there an maybe, order we should we go in? Go, maybe I'll go next, go down. I'm looking at my screen, and I've got you next, actually, so you can go next. <laughs> yeah, we'll go okay. Discord well, call uh, order. Yeah, Discord call order, exactly. The most important of orders. <laughs> that question's really easy for me, but it's just because I'm... Uh, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm not old, but I'm pretty old, and uh, my interest in TF stuff predated like the internet existing. Like when I was like in kindergarten, I was obsessed with like werewolves and turning into a dragon and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like like later when I found out furries were a thing, I'm like, oh, okay, like that makes sense, you know. But like deep down, like it's it's just transformation came first, and that's just been my pure and only obsession. Like forever and uh i feel i feel the way like like tf central just said about like only really knowing tf stuff like that that definitely applies to me as well so you would say then i guess that that was kind of the core thing and anything related to you know realization of being a furry or whether or not it was harder or not that's just kind of secondary yeah that makes sense because the things you told me about being interested in transformation like everything from the altered beast cabinets to uh, i don't know like tf and shows and games like that was formative for you yeah big time should i go next yeah yeah i um yeah that's it is simple answer for me as well i got into tf first i got into it with spongebob and danny phantom and jake long american dragon and ben 10 Oh, Jake um, Long American Dragon, fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah, that was the shit back when I was a kid. <laughs> that that show that show made me feel seen as a as an Asian American. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that, yeah. Oh god, it did. It made me so happy. Oh wow, Disney's finally acknowledging Asian people exist. Great. <laughs> and he turns uh, into a dragon. Holy crap. Yeah, that's just a bonus. Yeah. I feel even worse uh, than now. I, there was this one specific scene I remember where he like put his ear on the ground and made it a dragon ear so that he could hear things far away. Um, I really got into the show after that. Yeah, being able uh, to control your own changes is such a hard exactly. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I Fur Affinity was like the really recent for me. Like I only found it in like 2015 or something uh, because I had just been on transfer and DeviantArt the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just, it just happened to be that the place where the most transformation was happened to be a furry community. Um, and that's kind of just where I am now. Yeah. Uh, I, I still prefer things turning into like feral animals, not really any sort of character or OC or anything. Gotcha. So you, would you still consider yourself a furry? And if not, then I guess that answers the question in terms of which one was harder. Oh, I'd still consider myself one. I, I just, if nothing, if no other reason than for, for like simplicity. Yeah. Uh, I, I still think that it, it like fits my philosophy as a person pretty well. Mm-hmm. The furry philosophy of like an ideal per- version of yourself. Uh, and I think that was probably easier actually to, to, uh, kind of get on board with after I'd spent years and years and years pretending not to be into transformation when I was kind of after I got over that hurdle it was it was pretty easy to get into everything else nice <laughs> cool uh Kobara oh hey <laughs> um 
Well, for me, oh, definitely. Hey. Oh, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> what are we doing again? <laughs> oh, hi, Kobara. Oh, oh, what a good story. Oh, cool story, uh, Ace. <laughs> I don't know, I can't do the impression. I'll have to practice it. Um, well, definitely TF for me at first. Like, um, way, way, way before anything furry-related. It was uh, something I was embarrassed about for the longest time, like, growing up as a child. Because, like, I didn't have a super large amount of them. They weren't even that. But I did have transformation dreams growing up to a certain point. I, like, up until about 10 years old, I had, like, half lucid dreams even. And that kind of stuff really stuck with me. It mm -hmm. gave me those feelings that I didn't understand. And it was half that and half... I think I answered this in a previous episode. But, like, the game Breath of Fire, where Ryu turns into a dragon in that, Oh, Breath yeah, of really Fire. Is. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically in 3, where he, like, uh, you, this is kind of, like, specifics, but he, he used the menu option, like, transform, or whatever it was, and he, like, for a moment tenses up and then leaps into an air, leaps up into the air, and he glows into a white outline, like, silhouette, and his human shape turns into a dragon shape. And then he's just standing there on the ground as a dragon animating, yet he's still himself. Oh, and that, cool. like, that just stuck with me forever. And yeah, it wasn't a summon or anything. It was straight up. That was that was a guy just a few, a few seconds ago. Yep. 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 And, and his friends were cool with it, too. That, and they're like, you know, hey, this, this is great. That was the other major you know? thing that hit me so hard. Exactly. Like, and that all oh, that instilled such a sense of like how do you relate to the other people in your life if you can transform yeah and it instilled a deep sense of wanting to be accepted for it and like some of my earliest tf drawings were of like people being held after they've changed or during the change like it's always been a very strong thing for me is interpersonal stuff with tf mm -hmm. but um kind of going off the rails there tf was definitely earlier and the funny thing about that is, like, getting used to it, I don't think I've ever gotten used to it, even though people have been massively accepting and, like, really, really supportive. I still have a lot of troubles coming out with what I like. I, I haven't posted a lot. Mm -hmm. So uh, this podcast is hopefully helping with that a lot, I'm talking yeah. to folks like yourself, Ace. Mm -hmm. um, it's really nice. As far as furry stuff goes, uh, it was almost like a non-thing, like Kynix said, but like with an added wrinkle. Uh, this this is gonna sound really shallow, but I like I love what furry represents and the people in it. But I actually really dislike the term furry for the simple reason that I think it's like it's not very respectable sounding when you try and bring it up to other people like normal people normies like i wish there was a different term like anthro even is better but when you tell someone you're a furry like that immediately sets you on the wrong like footing or like that sounds weird does that I, make I think, sense that i think that depends else? on like how you were raised because i i kind of grew up in a in an environment where furries weren't too bad but I think it might be different, like, if you grew up as a kid, like, and constantly being told that furries are, like, weird yeah. and stuff. Like, um, I, I, I think it's a bit different for me. It, it, I think it's especially 
shifting like especially nowadays um for younger people um they're hearing they've been hearing a bit more and more of the positive side of like the of like the furry community as opposed to like in the years past where like any oh, deviation man. from the norm is like oh ooh, what is that gross disgusting take it away jeeves but um <laughs> yeah but uh but nowadays um they're more and more recognized as just as just another as another sub community that has its um has its own good people its own bad people and but in general just like i mean in that in my flight sim discord like there are there are a small handful of furries in the um in the in the community and people are just perfectly fine with them they're they don't get like picked on um on any particularly because they're they're furries and, absolutely yeah and in fact sometimes they Sometimes they uh they reveal their power level just a little too much about being furries, but they but the rest of the folks in the group just kind of like laugh it off, and it's like uh you know it's 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 what they're into. Yeah. No. Awesome. I, I think one last thing I'll say about it then that you're absolutely right on is Adam and Zalepo and I I think really really saw that side of the internet and just people in general. Back back in like the early two thousands, mm-hmm. if you were a furry, you were like, you were very 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 put upon and like yeah. disliked by the culture, and it, it it sucked. Yeah. And the very last thing I'll say is I think I did have the experience you talked about because growing up in my high school, in a time when Pokemon was extremely popular, none of the kids in my school heard of Pokemon or played it. We were that backwards. So I think I kind of grew up in an extreme environment, like the Midwest of the United States, in like a very, very, yeah, I don't know, old school kind of town. Yeah. So that's all I got to say. Yeah. No, I, I'll just, and I'll be brief because I do want to get to the next question. But, you know, on, on my end, I was definitely into TF before I was into, you know, or knew that I was into furry stuff. And, um, I th- I don't remember if I mentioned this in in the last episode, but like you know, I usually say Animorphs is the thing that got me into it, and and it was. But oh, even before oh, yeah. that, um, there were these like CD ROMs because I, I had uh, parents who were very big on like, oh, you can't have you know non educational media. So like there were these like C- educational CD ROMs from like the Magic School Bus, and um, they oh. had like different versions, and there was one for the dinosaurs. <laughs> that yeah, you could yeah, have yeah. like some of the characters from the show they would be morphed into about. half dinosaurs half people and i swear to god Excellent. that was the first thing that made me go oh shit i'm into tf that's awesome like, i and... <laughs> know exactly the games you're talking about because i have I, I have isos of those games on my computer right fucking now oh my god let me tell you i still have <laughs> i still have the original cds like i still have them to this day oh my god. and i will that's rad them forever so i just uh, yeah, I, I spent awesome. so much time. It was it wasn't just them the dinosaur one, but also the Animal Kingdom yeah, one also had a machine one. like that and too. The insects, and the, the insects too. Oh, is there was there one for insects? Oh. There was one for insects. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I, I need to look for the insect one now. <laughs> you too. do. You really do. Oh. And I, the thing, the the reason why I just mentioned the dinosaur <laughs> one was the dinosaur one was explicitly like it was like half person, half dinosaur, whereas the animal and the insect ones were more like this is the character and they are turning into the thing and at the end of it they're like almost like 90 percent um and yes. so like you know the well, the actual like dinosaur one had that mid tf that really was like oh shit i'm into this 
Oh my oh, god. Oh wow. Like they actually were like shown transforming. It wasn't just a yes. poof thing. Oh no 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 yeah, no, no, it... no. It was it, that one was the dinosaur one was a poof thing, but basically the idea was like you'd see like the person, then they would close like the curtain, so to speak, and then it would open again and they'd be like half TF'd and it was like Yeah, it was Oh baby. Yeah. <laughs> and um but the Animal Kingdom one does show them changing. Yes. It's, that one does. It's a very it's a very quick animation, very rough, very anamorph style, but it was an animation. Yeah, and it's the same for the insect one. They do show the TF there too. So hey, both sound cool. Yeah, but um, that's rad. Yeah, just to to finish answering the question though, I will definitely say that it was harder to admit being a furry for exactly the reasons that you know Kobara you were mentioning about because when I grew up on the internet, furries were seen as this very strange thing, and like even being into like anthropomorphic characters but like into them a little bit too much was seen as like very strange so i think i actually definitely struggled more uh admitting that i was like a furry than i ever was admitting i was into tf because it was just so formative so yeah yeah so um i i do want to get in at least one more question before we finish off so um we do have a question from Tortimus, and I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that, um, but Tortimus asked, are there any pieces of TF art in any form that have been taken that down that you really miss? For me, there were some great Pokemon TF stories, but the creator of them sadly deleted them all. So I, I know we've kind of touched a little bit on this before, but definitely curious to hear from you, Ace, and then everyone else in terms of, is there any TF media that's been lost to the ages that you really miss? Oh, man. Um, hmm. A lot of, uh, you know what? It's hard, kind of hard to say because here's the thing. I'm kind of a serial saver. Like, if I mm. see something that I like, I will stuff it into a drive as fast as I can. There are a few drawings, though, that have that have been completely lost to time that I can't seem to find anymore. Um, there was this uh, one person who delved into... I won't say their name because... um. Because I think that they took down their TF art specifically because they didn't want to be associated with it anymore. Gotcha. But they did a um, they did like an Asian uh, like a Asian, a Chinese style dragon TF, mm. uh, once. But they also not only that they also did like this uh, this page of um, of like I guess you could say exploration doodles where they kind of expounded upon the idea further than the one shot that they did, and I'm sure I have it saved somewhere. But I can't find it anywhere anymore because they only ever uploaded it to their deviant art and then they dis deactivated their, their deviant art a few years later. So I can't yeah. find that drawing anymore. I'm sure it's on a drive somewhere because like I said, I tried to save everything I could, but I remember that the last time I did a deep dive search like three, four years ago, I couldn't find any I couldn't find it. Um but yeah, um I know that for a while, like I thought like uh like Griff Griff's work, if you know Griff, the guy who mm -hmm. does like very good like photorealistic oh, yes. um oh, yeah. TF stuff. I thought a lot of his stuff was um was basically gone to the to the Aether, but I've been able to uh, find if you do a little digging you can still find his work around. Um like his Macaw Parrot TF I thought was gone for a long time, but Oh man, that one we, that, we, we, I, we That one's a good one. And just found it recently, yeah. And um one other one is uh the artist the Japanese TF artist Nojo. Um, oh yes, I love Nojo. Yes. Oh, man. Their art, their art is his yeah. art is really good. A lot of it just, it's not hard, impossible to find, but it is much more difficult than it used to be. Um, I think Adam's gonna relate to this. Yeah, yeah. I have 
I have done what you're describing, and it is tedious, but I, like, I, I love their art so much. Like, I saved they, a ton of they them did, myself. It's amazing, intense, really, really They did one pony TF, a, princess, a, a TF of Luna, Princess Luna, and I was like, oh my god, this makes me so happy. Uh, it was the only pony TF they ever did, but I have it saved very specifically because it's like, oh, it's the one I really look up to did a pony TF. Uh. <laughs> Like, Lost Art inside of Lost Art, Nojo did this TF sequence. It was like six pages, I believe, of, uh, it was Ash turning into a Oh, Mewtwo, I think I, right? I know the one you're talking about, and yeah. The, the, back, the back half of it you can still find, but the, the, like, the first half of it is, like, completely gone. I've never mm -hmm. been able to find it. And I, I really liked that TF, but just half of it is just completely disappeared. Oh, man. But yeah, uh, that's, that's about as, yeah, that's as much I will say about that for, because, yeah, there's quite a bit. Yeah. Cool. Do you want yeah. to go next? Yeah, yeah, go I'll just. It. I'll just mention a couple of random things. Uh, one, one of my favorite artists back in, on Transfer, when that, that was the main place to yeah. go to for TF art, there was an artist named uh, Mikhail. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they did mostly, like, like mammal-based stuff, like, like bunnies and, like, wolves and cats and that sort of thing. But uh, they're... Like the expressions of the characters just had this like pleasure drunk intensity to them. Like it was like really sensual and like really like distinctive. Like you could tell that like everything like felt like really really good, but also like mm -hmm. kind of overwhelming. It's honestly, know? and it's a feeling I've tr I've tried to reflect in my own art quite a bit. It's honestly um a lot like Heinz, um, especially his earlier work, like not it, with the bubbles above the head and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there's been a, quite a bit of like TF stories on DeviantArt that are just like gone, and I assume the person just got embarrassed and deleted them. But uh, there's so many of those I can't really keep track of it. Yeah. Uh, there was this one TF story, and I went crazy trying to find it, and it's just gone. It was on for Affinity somewhere, but like, I don't know who wrote it, and I don't know who commissioned it, and I can't find it anymore. But uh, it's a guy at a, a guy at a convention gets uh, like some dude has this machine that can TF people, but it only works for like an hour. Uh, and he lets this guy become his like, cat persona, and he's like, "This is incredible! Like, is there any way I can have more time?" And he's like, "Yeah, if you become my assistant, you know." But that involved like becoming like a robotic version of the cat he had already turned into, right? And that kind of layered TF like even. Like going even further, getting even weirder. Like, uh, like I really like that mm -hmm. idea, you know. And I can't find that story anymore, and it drives me nuts. But yeah, no, Joe's a big one that I was gonna say myself. But I think I'll leave it at that, though. It's always a shame when people delete their art to me. Like it, like I, th I think. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm okay. flustered. That's sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, I. Uh... There's a lot of stuff that I've actually deleted that I'm trying to, like, find and then put back up in my scraps. Mm. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye on that if you, like, liked my old stuff and you it's not around anymore. I am I am in the process of putting it all back up. Because uh, I went through a period where I was kind of emo and I was like, nobody liked me! And so I just deleted everything um, yeah. off, my, <laughs> off my FA. Uh, so, I'm yeah, glad you're bringing that. it back, man. Yeah, thank you. If you're uh, if you're looking for my deleted stuff, you will never find it. 
<laughs> but for different reasons. Anyways, I digress. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, there's there's only like two major things. There's this one where there's like two guys turning it are just like foxes, um, and they get super into each other. And for some reason, I really really liked it a lot. And now I can't find it anymore. And that's the only description I have. It was a long sequence. Damn. Um, then there was another one that is a story that I think I read a long time ago on a website where it was this woman becoming a frog in a swamp. And I love that sort of thing. Uh, and there was a lot of like pause in it, which I also like. Dude, and I, I know <laughs> that one that I, where she's like, um, you know, doing licking stuff. And then also like, there's a part where they talk about her teeth falling out and stuff. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's completely disappeared, and I have no idea where it is. Uh, it's gone. Yeah. And that, that's that's it for me. I haven't been around long enough to, like, see anybody major delete anything. I, I know that story was on a site called Doc's Lab way back in the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe if you go on Wayback Machine, because it's just text, it might still be up there. I don't know, but I'll, I'll check that out later, because okay. I really love that yeah. story, too. Yeah. <laughs> It definitely wasn't on any sort of major website. It was on some, like, weird, obscure place. So that sounds about right. Yeah. Let's see here. I got a couple things. I'll try not to go overboard like I did on the previous question. Um, <laughs> two of them are stories, and I'd say a few. two of them are, like, artists. I used to think Black Rat's earlier stuff was completely gone, but that's kind of still gettable now. Oh, um, Black Rat. Oh, man, Black Rat's the... I... I still reference um, his stuff every once in a while uh, with my own work. <laughs> you know, I can kind of see that in your style and in just your themes. Yeah. Um, I used to think Foxy's old art was gone, but they're still around. They kind of were gone for a while. Yeah. Um, there's an artist called Solid ASP who oh, yeah. now, nowadays doesn't seem to draw TF. But back in the day, he drew a lot of TF, which I actually went crazy for. Uh, specifically, he drew a salamander, like, four or five se- page sequence TF, which drove me nuts. And then... I, I would love that. You would. I know it's, like, your kind of thing. I think all of us would. Salamanders are the best. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, he drew a, like, a even longer, like, chimera sequence, which... It was really crazy, like a lot of alien, completely bestial, inhuman changes. And I remember the person, the girl transforming in the sequence, like the 75% mark of the TF going like, I can't be feeling this. And that just like struck such a curve, such a nerve with me. I don't know, but I've not been able to find either of those or any of their older artwork. So that's always been a drag for me. Um... The other one maybe would be like Kuma's old stuff, because Kuma did a lot of TF art before he had his like modern cartoony style, and mm-hmm. I actually miss some of his like more realistic themed stuff. But I, I remember I a Raptor TF that he did that was really good. Yes, I did an adaptation of that into a manip, so I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about too. That yeah, one was great. Yeah. Oh man, I'm glad people remember it. Yeah, that's like one of my all-time faves from him. So uh, definitely hard agree on that one. <laughs> it's still it's still up though. That one is still on uh, transfer. Yeah, yeah. The stuff I'm talking about is even earlier than that. It was mm. the same kind of thing as that Werecats or um, Bender's Werewolves of Suburbia. I forgot to mention that like 
Griff was the first TF artist that I saw online. So that set expectations a little wild. <laughs> <laughs> I remember specifically it was his Owl TF was the first thing I saw. And then quickly his Raptor and Amir. So, I don't know. Nice. Um, there are two stories that I remember being up. I used to frequent a site called Draconic.com. It was a place for otherkin dragons. I don't consider myself an otherkin really anymore, but like I was back then because I was still finding myself. And there was a story on there that just described a, a scientist like bioengineering a dragon like girlfriend. And I know cringe, but like that's what he was doing. He engineered like an anthro dragon girl for himself and then eventually transformed himself, but it went through like their entire life afterwards and the ways they kind of interacted and what it all meant to them and that stuck with me a lot and i haven't been able to find that story Damn. uh the second one was actually a little bit of a it's darker i guess of a story but it's about a guy who like fantasizes about becoming a like a, a basically aware anything but specifically in this case a wear panther and he like constantly does meditations to try and transform himself and tries to feel it. Uh, but then it turns out in his school is that he actually like meets a real panther who can transform and he's utterly transfixed by this. And it's kind of like a shock to his system. Like, oh my god, it's real, oh my god. And he like watches him and then he asks really hard, like, is there any way for me to transform as well? And he says no like there isn't any way you can't experience this and it like sends him into a massive depressive spiral <laughs> and really hurts him to the point where he actually like pushes away his friend and loses him and like it's gut-wrenching uh, he eventually comes to terms with the fact he can't transform but not really it, it, it's just something that's really stuck with me and like the kinds of things and ways that would affect a person's psyche uh maybe a bit darker i think we've all dang that's a we've all felt that like in some way just because we're we love this thing that's like like literally impossible that's a that's a uh surprisingly dark because with um with pf stuff is like um a, a good deal of like uh especially uh i guess especially with a lot of us here is some degree of wish fulfillment, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like, Absolutely. There's a degree of us, this is something we want, so, you know, to have someone, uh, like, really write a story like that, especially, when did you come across this story? It was on FA, it was maybe, like, eight or nine years ago. Yeah, that's, yep. uh... It's just, yeah. like, a surprisingly dark take on, on the thing. A bit bit more than i would have expected for that time too yeah 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 and it resonated with me because it's something that for the longest i felt like for the longest time i i believed stupid things because i was really into lucid dreaming so i felt like i was unable completely to lucid dream or ever experience that or tf in a lucid dream i've since had a few and i've like learned things and gotten a little more self-secure but it was really hard for me at the time, and it, I felt like I'm going to be the only one not to be able to experience this, aren't I? Like, mm-hmm. just really, 
But I've never been able to find that story either. And I've searched and searched. Yeah. And it resonates in my artwork a lot. I try and like hit those tones. But mm-hmm. I think I talked a lot again, so that's my answers. <laughs> cool. I will keep my answer relatively short um, in the sake of time. But um, you touched on one of my answers, actually. I was going to mention uh, Fox's old uh, website. I know that some of it is available with the... Uh, Wayback Machine and that she has been able to salvage some more of those but there are some that just simply are gone forever and I will forever be sad about that particularly some of the earlier quote-unquote phases of her work Um, Mm -hmm. so I will forever miss those pieces that are kind of gone Um, to touch on I guess a different kind of a niche um, you know there was an artist by the name of Dr. What who did a lot of inanimate work and particularly wrote some really great inanimate TF stories that are still up on CYOC. Um, they are like top notch to me and like I go back to them all the time. Um, but there were some other ones that he wrote as well as some manips that he did that he posted to DeviantArt only. And so when he deleted his account, um, I they they were just gone and i i have never been a serial saver unfortunately so that is that is on me um but um those are forever gone to me and i i very much am sad to have seen them go um and another minif artist that i'll just uh name drop is uh cookie monster was what he went by and um He's, he's around in a, a different form now, um, and I believe, I think he wanted to kind of distance himself from that stuff, so I, I won't mention his new handle, but um, he did a lot of really cool manips um, that were posted to TF Spot, which, um, you know, he eventually deleted his account, and I didn't have a lot of those saved. Um, but his, some of his stuff was just, like, incredible to me, particularly he did a lot of, like, mannequin TFs and also animal TFs, too, Um, and I always found those really fascinating. Um, so, you know, I was always sad to have seen those go. Um, and, uh, I'd say those are kind of the main ones that come out of my mind, um, in terms of ones that have been lost to the ages. There's definitely one or two stories that, um, I only have like the vaguest recollections of, like there was this one about some guy who like went to a zoo and then he ended up in the like aquarium section and ended up becoming like I think it was either a shark or an orca or something um and it was like kind of like oh you know uh, this is a volunteer ha 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 kind of thing and then it was like a real thing and like the entire like group that he came with was like watching him tf and being like oh damn like you know he's been punished he got picked to like be punished and now he's going to be stuck here and like he fully was like it was at the end of it it was like he was a fully feral animal and he was literally stuck at the aquarium and that's where he lived out the rest of his days and again that's a very vague uh description but i remember reading that time and being like oh this is so good and then i've i've never found that again i know it was on like deviant art at the time but uh have never found that one again and that one was very much like a a really special one in my mind so uh i'll forever be sad that i lost that one <laughs> that's awesome like yeah. i wish they were still yeah. around but yeah well that's how it is sometimes um but yeah i think those were the the audience questions we wanted to get through i mean we could keep talking forever but i know uh that wouldn't make for a that would make yeah. for a bit of an unwieldy podcast um yeah but, people uh, gotta go to bed yeah, probably as gotta, well. gotta tune out but i i do want to say you know thank you so much ace for 
coming on the podcast and, and chatting with all of us. I think we really appreciate it hearing about your experiences with TF and hearing a little bit more, especially about, you know, how the, the pony community has uh, played into that. And uh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah, been I, fascinating. Yeah. I certainly, I don't, I certainly don't draw um, nearly as much pony TF as I used to, I guess, you know, just a natural consequence of um, it being a decade. And I kind of want to also want to, try to draw other more other things but they always will always play a very important special place in my heart um i don't think you're going to see me not draw a pony for a good while yet so um yeah i'm very glad i could be able to uh, communicate some of that because that's a it was a very important part of um me getting into this community i i wouldn't i wouldn't have if it wasn't for ponies yeah there might be some coming your way soon from one of us. <laughs> uh, I look uh, forward to it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but yes, thank you. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been a great pleasure being able to talk with all of you guys. Yeah. Um and you know, as as usual, uh I at least have been have been very nervous today. Um and this has been a, a wonderful uh, podcast nonetheless i've 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 enjoyed it and it's been nice to just talk to yeah. you as well i've been i've been wanting to talk to you for ages so this oh, is yeah, a good well, excuse yeah you know just you're all free to um, add me on discord and you know chat me up whenever i'm usually ar- i'm almost always around oh yeah yeah same <laughs> <laughs> and you and i really got to talk more like yeah. uh yeah i felt this was a huge success this was awesome thank you so mm-hmm. much again um yeah thank you thank you oh and again um if you have any questions put it in the comments or dm any one of us uh and we will add it to the pool yeah um for next time i will definitely say um there are a few questions that uh we might just respond to through our wonderful tf tuesday account so please feel free to continue to ask questions even if we don't answer them in our podcast yes um because we definitely appreciate any and all of your comments and your support and it's been really lovely you know reading through all of your comments on on twitter and on youtube and we really appreciate it's, the questions yeah. you've pitched so it's it's been amazing the response so ma- to this so far so many supportive in addition to the questions the support has been just unbelievable yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been lifting my spirits um where can people find you online essential if they don't know who you are and they want to go and see the work that you're doing uh let's see um people can find me mo- mainly on twitter nowadays uh at tf essential that's t-f-s-e-n-t-i-a-l um and you can also find me at essential that's a-c-e-s-e-n-t-i-l t-i-a-l which is uh where i post my uh not transformation stuff um those two places are where you'll usually find me. Um, I also have a TF Central account on For Affinity, but that's TF Dash Central. Um, and keep an eye on that because I will be uploading stuff to that relatively soon within the next month or so. God, I hope I don't forget. <laughs> um, yeah, just um, but you know, if you if you if you trace the line, look for look for someone transforming in a red polo. That's 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 me. You'll find me there. That's your calling card. Rad. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, and one more thing before we say goodbye. We are now on Spotify and Apple. Yeah. Thanks to Zaleppo's yes. wonderful work. So you can listen to us <laughs> we're there. A real and we'll, podcast. Yeah, we're a real podcast now. 
It only took us three episodes. We're, we're a real boy. Yeah. I, w- I will <laughs> say for anyone who ever wants to try and get their podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go to anchor.fm. They are an amazing site and uh, they will help you get where you need to go. So shout out to anchor.fm. No, I'm not being paid to say this. It's literally just the only way I was able to get the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So yeah. Well, Zill, spitting out advice and truth. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, thank you all out there for listening to this. uh, It's been a pretty long podcast, but I I think it was pretty cool, though. Yes, they will keep getting longer and longer until they're 25 (laughs) hours long. No, no, no. You'll need to listen to them in parts. I will be be more strict about the timing. Don't you worry, I will prevent that. (laughs)